You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. The Ensemblist is brought to you in part by our Patreon sponsors, including Stephen Bell, Patrick Brady, Katie Breverman, Emily Chen, Colin Elijah, Christopher Gurr, and Kat Hicks. You can join them in supporting The Ensemblist for as little as $5 a month. Find out how at patreon.com slash theensemblist. I am a sentimental man. You're listening to The Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. I'm Mo Brady. The best I can to treat each citizen of ours as son or daughter. Although many of us may be inclined to skip the song A Sentimental Man on the Wicked Cast recording, keep your thumb away from that skip button. Kevin Bianchi and Quincy Brown have launched Sentimental Men, a new interview-based podcast about musical theater and the women who make it wonderful. In their season premiere, Quincy and Kevin are taking a deep dive into the musical Wicked from Elphaba's point of view, joined by a different actress who has performed the role in each episode. There are currently five episodes available for streaming, featuring conversations with Lindsay Pierce, Caroline Bullman, and this one with longtime Wicked Ensemble member and Alphaba understudy, Stephanie Torns. Quincy and Kevin have graciously allowed us to share a portion of that interview with Stephanie here today. Enjoy. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Tell us about when you first heard of Wicked, not as an actress when you were going to audition, but just Wicked the musical. Yeah, um, I actually was in high school and in chorus, and we had sometimes these projects that we had to get up and sing in front of everybody. 
And I remember a girl saying, I'm not that girl. And I thought it was like such a great song. It's so cool. And I didn't know what it was from or anything. So this is when I had to like burn a CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop that into my Jeep Cherokee, right? And I would listen to it and I loved it. And I obviously just kept playing like The Wizard and I and Defying Gravity over and over and over, popping blood vessels in my car. But I loved it. And so that's when I fell in love with just the music. And then I didn't get to see the show. Mm -hmm. But then when I did see the show, man, oh, man, I cried from start to finish. Yeah. And I just was like, I need to do this. Like, this is yeah. an ultimate dream of mine was to play Alphaba and be in Wicked. I would go to the Wicked Lottery. Never won. But you know what? I still tried. I just loved it. I, I And every time I cried, I knew I had to bring tissues. Like I literally was like that crazy person just sobbing at all times. So who was your first Alphaba? The very first Alphaba that I saw was Eden Espinosa. Mm, wow. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And I believe Megan Hilty was my first Glinda. Yeah. I mean, what a starting cast. I know. Well, my favorite of all time, and that was before I was in it, was SJB. Sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you for saying that. So I have a fun story about it, too. So when I got on the Wicked tour the first time, uh-huh. everyone knew that I was like this like Wicked fanatic. Because also, I was 21. I was so young. And to them, they were like, look at this cute girl. Like, you know, she <laughs> loves this show, right? And yeah. so... We did Secret Santa my first you know, year. And by this point, I'm really new to the company at this point. The whole cast is there, right? And I opened it and my Secret Santa got me a signed photo from Stephanie that said to one Elfie to another. <laughs> and I ugly cried in front of this cast. Oh my God. Oh, that's so sweet. And it was the sweetest thing in the entire world. And my mother has it framed and it's at my house in Long Island. Oh my God. I love that. So then when you played Judy, did you kind of have a moment where you were like, I was like, I am her, right? (laughs) Stephanie's stay together, you know? Yeah, yeah. I love that. So then walk us through your audition process. How did that happen? My audition, I auditioned five times before getting into the show. Wow. Um, And it was all kind of sporadic. It wasn't like boom, boom, boom. Okay. So my first one was just like a general open call at Telsey. And of course, for me at the time, I was like, well, this isn't going to happen for a long time, but holy moly, that was cool. And then I actually got an appointment and audition for the show which then I was like, wait, this is really happening. <laughs> um, so I went back in and I auditioned and did all the alphabet stuff. And, and then the final audition I had was a dance call first, because in the ensemble, you have to get lifted and dance. And for me, I was thrilled because I grew up in dance world. So I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and so after the dance call, we had to go in and do the whole entire alphabet packet. And then I got the call the next day and they needed me to be on the road in like two weeks or something crazy. That's, yeah. And I obviously I've never like, what was me? I've never done anything yet. Like, and so I had no idea what to bring, what to pack. So that was your first big job was booking the Wicked Tour? Yes. That's incredible. Yeah. I graduated at, from AMDA. In February and got the Wicked Tour in October, September, October. Okay. And got an autograph from Stephanie J. Block in December. <laughs> <Yeah>. December. <laughs> so then we did First National, 
Broadway, second national. Is that the order? Mm-hmm. And then Broadway to like help out and then back to the first national. They just, they are full family and they just kind of call you. And do you kind of love the idea that you can just be bopping in and out? I do. I do. I love it. Especially after I did it for so long already. Mm-hmm. So for me to like get a call that, Hey, so-and-so want, you know, is asking for a two week vacation are you available? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. come in, do it for two weeks. And then out I go. Dust it off, then put it back on the shelf. Yes. But she's on the shelf. She's on the shelf now. Is she on the shelf? Yeah. I was going to say like, if they called you in the after times after quarantine, would you go back? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, maybe. Obviously one never knows. She could be dusted off again. If she needed to. Exactly. Um, Before we jump into what is this feeling? So we have a theory that any actress who conquers the beast that is Alphaba is either a Wizard and I Alphaba, a Defying Gravity Alphaba, or a No Good Deed Alphaba. Do you feel like you are most comfortable in any of those three? Yes. I think it changed sometimes, you know, depend. But it was never No Good Deed. It will never be No Good Deed. And I never understood, like, I know those alphabets who are like, oh, no good deed was like my thing. And I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> Hell no. At that point, I am tired. My voice is like, sit down. And so for me, that was not it. I think for me, it was like between The Wizard and I and Defying Gravity, I would go back and forth. But I did think it was really cruel that The Wizard and I is the first thing that comes out of our mouth. You kind of knew how your show was going to go, to be honest. So after that, you're like, well, this is where we're at today. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like spend the whole beginning part of the song trying to like feel out if you have the ending? Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's just like no turning back. You're just shot out of the cannon and it's whether or not it's going to just be like, oh yeah, this is like, it feels good today. Or it was going to be like work. So in a situation where you're doing the ensemble of this show, eight times a week and then on night six they're like hey you're going on as alphabet is that like exciting or is that like fuck i'm so tired and i don't want to do alphabet tonight it was more exciting for me because one i was younger and it was more of a you know something to look forward to and change you know Mm -hmm. because when you're doing a certain thing eight times a week you start to feel like a robot a little times Mm -hmm. you know sure Everything is so specific backstage too. Mm-hmm. So we get our wig on at a certain time. If we miss it, good luck. Like, you know, your <laughs> costume change. Everything is so choreographed backstage. So it felt like a nice change of pace for me. Do you feel like your ensemble track and Alphaba were equally as challenging? I mean, I'm sure they're challenging in different ways. I mean, definitely Alphaba hands down is the hardest thing in musical theater. I'll never forget, actually, it was in the early days of like going on as Jenna and Waitress and Chris Fitzgerald, who's like the original Bach, mm-hmm. is in our show. And he was like, all right, I have a question for you. Which one's harder? Yeah. And I remember being like, uh, Alphaba. <laughs> <laughs> they're, di- they're different in different ways, right? Like Jenna was like emotionally tiring and draining. And then like Wicked is just like vocals, vocal, 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 vocal. Mm -hmm. And in Broadway, you're running to all the trap doors. So you're literally, anytime you're not on food, you're literally running through the the theater to get to certain doors. (laughs) Nuts. Okay. So you've just finished The Wizard and I, you've striked your pose, the lights are down. What's going through your mind as you're like moving towards your mark for what is this feeling? Is what is this feeling kind of a rest for you or Mm -hmm. is it still you got to kind of be on? 
I mean, it's definitely more of a rest. It's funny because as you guys named those three, I eventually got to the place of making it like bookmarks for me. So like I looked at instead of being like, man, I have 10 more songs to sing. I'd be like, I have two. You can get through those. Sure, sure. Because the rest of them are more conversational and fun and easier. Yeah. But no, going to that mark for what is this feeling? It was kind of either you were feeling good or like it's going to be a long show. You know? Yeah. I mean, I guess in certain ways, it, there's probably moments too where it's like, if the end of The Wizard and I didn't go well, it's like you don't have time to get stuck on that because you're singing another song in literally 15 seconds. Exactly. It just keeps moving. You have no time to feel sorry for yourself at all until intermission. And even then, you got to change the dress. You got to get the makeup on it. Exactly. Feel bad at home. <laughs> exactly. Or the shower after the show, you know? Because Kevin and I were kind of talking about how what is this feeling in some ways feels like the true start of the show because the first I would say 20 minutes or so is like exposition I want song and then we get into the main plot mm-hmm. yeah I agree I, I think because also you you haven't really gotten into the depths of these characters either yet right because mm-hmm. you know obviously they're setting it up like she's popular and this one's not but she has this big dream and she's got powers and you're like ooh. but what is this feeling I feel like sets up this whole entire relationship with the two of them and getting to know each other and the push and the pull and the you know yeah obviously everyone is on her side as they say and yeah 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 it's in the text i don't know if you know that but (laughs) that's so interesting because we've had other guests saying to us how lonely it is to be doing the show as alphaba and i was thinking like especially going from the ensemble into alphaba did you have that experience of like wait where'd all my friends go (laughs) like i'm not seeing everybody yeah it is kind of interesting because like when you are in the ensemble you have this community and this like you're backstage just being fools and you know talking and shooting shit and now when you're on you never see anyone and even when you see glinda it's on stage so it's not even like you're in the wings and you can like catch up with each other right so it is kind of interesting to go on especially when you go on for like a little bit of a time mm-hmm. and I, I would always like stop in the girls ensemble and be like what's happening tell me something i don't know anything anymore you know and it's been like three days um but yeah it can be very isolating to be alphabet for sure do I remember correctly that you were the last cover to have her own set of costumes made? Yes. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. So they exist in that magical warehouse. It is the most cool list thing I've ever seen. And for a Wicked fanatic, you obviously it's like this crazy experience because that's every person who's ever been in the show and everything is like perfectly in order. Will they put other people in costumes that were made for you? Yes. So do you know anyone who has worn your costumes? I would assume like maybe someone who went in my track after me or... Like right after. Yeah. Or even like now if like a cover needs a dress, that one is in the world somewhere. Special thanks to Kevin Bianchi and Quincy Brown for allowing us to share a portion of their full interview with Stephanie Torns. New episodes of Sentimental Men are scheduled to be released every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most major platforms. For more information, you can find them on social at sentmenpod or email them at sentimentalmenpod at gmail.com. The Ensemblist was produced today by Jackson Klein and me, Mo Brady. 
There are two great ways you can be helping The Ensemblist right now. One is by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And the second is by becoming a Patreon member, which you can do at patreon.com slash The Ensemblist. Please follow The Ensemblist wherever you listen to podcasts. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at bpn.fm, the home of Broadway Podcast Network. You can also follow us on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.